Sweet. All right, I got jingle bells. We did it. Matthew, Matthew, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Wow. Guys, this is one year, the anniversary. We celebrate episode 53 from the comfort of our own homes. Pretty badass. Right? Abodes, man. Abodes. Abodes. Yeah. What is the, uh, is abode Latin? Who's the, who's the linguist of this group? Matt. I think Matt would be uh, the linguist. I am. You're the most traveled. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's just stop it there. Okay, so, so it's been a full did you year. Do you know, like, the origin? Uh, yeah, but I don't want you to Google it. I want not. you it's to English. just know it. It's English? Yeah. All right, continue. Tell me, enlighten us. It just means a place of residence or, like, your ho- your home or your house. So we've been doing this for a full year and <laughs> this is what we've gotten. This is the, the chemistry that is electric. We're doing it. Uh, and this is the type of value that keeps people coming back week after week. But it is crazy, guys. People actually download and listen to this every week. I know. Did you expect that yeah, yeah. a year in? Uh. I never expected it, but it's pretty cool, isn't it? It is really cool. It's and so much so that people have, have literally left tons of responses for this episode in particular about their favorite um, moments, their favorite episodes, their favorite guests. And there's quite a bit of people that commented on it. So They have, and that's what we're going to dig cool. into. It is very cool. But before we do that, we want to give our love to Rode microphones. All three of us are using our Rode NT-USB from our humble abodes, respectively. Uh, and it's very simple because we just hook it up to our laptops and then hit record. And we're doing that now. R-O-D-E.com, guys. Have you checked out their website? I have. They're pretty epic. They've been around for a long time. They've been um, you know, helping to provide very serious microphone solutions for a lot of different um, kinds of situations where you would need to record something, whether that's in the studio, whether you're podcasting, whether you're out and about um, vlogging, as they call it. Whoa. Many other things. The linguist. But they have vlogging. been around a long time. But they're killing it. They have great I, products. I see road uh, all the time. Now that I'm, I'm like hyper aware <coughs> and conscious of the company and the brand itself, I always see uh, a microphone mounted on top of people's like DSLRs or like the cameras that they're shooting with or whatever they're doing. It, it's always, it's, I feel like it's always road or they just have a uh, really good print that you see in big, bold letters on top of these cameras. Yeah, I know uh, yeah, it's everywhere. Alex, your, your videographer friend, Matt, he uses road. And then I know at some of the ring of honor shows, we also use some road microphones too. So we are all very proud and, and honored to uh, have them as the flagship sponsor of Chocolate Croissants. And if you need a microphone for whatever reason it may be, or even to give it as a gift, rode.com, that is the plug. Let us enter into the second year of Chocolate Croissants. Yes. So Matt, we're going to have you start. Basically, uh, our friends in the Facebook groom, groom, the Facebook bride and groom, facebook.com slash groups slash chocolate croissants. We asked for feedback, as Matt mentioned, and we got a lot of it. Uh, So we chunked it up. Matt, we're going to have you lead uh, with some feedback uh, from guests that were your friends uh, more so at first. And you were kind enough to introduce them to, to Justin and I. Yeah, for sure. Well, it looks like in this portion, there's a lot of uh, a lot of comments that show favoritism towards the guys in my band's episodes. Um, looks like Jeff Holcomb's episode is in here. JP, Benny Greb. Um, and I, you know, I agree with them. Those were some really, really cool episodes because it allowed me personally to get kind of very, very granular and, and, and 
very much to the bottom of a lot of different things with people that I am very close to uh, and share stories and, and have them open up to our audience. And that was a very uh, exciting thing to be able to do that since I know these people so well and I know their stories are very interesting. I'm glad I got to share them. So um, what we're going to do is, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to read uh, the comments from the people that commented in the Facebook group and then kind of address our thoughts on the uh, episodes and pay homage to the uh, the guests that we're referencing. So to start off, uh, Brett Fairchild, who is a very, very good friend of the band. He actually came out to our um, All Things Periphery summer camp when it went down uh, last or two years ago, now in 2016. Um, and Brett commented here saying that Jake Bowen talking about the bullying and developing thick skin really resonated with him and it helped him to address things within himself. Um, which I think I've seen a lot of other people talk about that particular, you know, that one in particular. Um, I think Chris, Chris niche, or I think Nelster niche <coughs> also references Jake saying that this episode with Jake Bowen hit deep too on dealing with growing up as a single child. Um, so I don't know about you guys. I mean, I was, pretty lucky and we've talked about this but I, I was pretty lucky I didn't really have to deal with bullying but hearing Jake's story really was relatable and I've met a lot of students and a lot of listeners along the way who have had to deal with bullying and I think Jake's story helped to shed light on ways to get past it kind of prove that you're able to get beyond it even if you do go through it at a young age um and it just helped create more awareness, I think, to anyone listening who either has been bullied or who maybe was bullying people, didn't realize it. So to me, that that was really, really important. And it was very candid. Like, you know, I had never heard some of those stories from Jake. I knew that he went through some things as a younger kid. But um, some of those stories in particular were, were pretty heart wrenching, but awesome at the same time to hear how he overcame it all. So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, but. Um, yeah, I you know. think it's one, it's cool that this platform has allowed you to connect with your band members in, in different and perhaps more intimate ways. Uh, and what I, I, I didn't know anything about Jake prior to the episode, uh, and, I, and I wasn't part of the episode, but just seeing him, he feels very manly to me. Part of it's the beard, part of it's playing in a metal band. But one of the things that I like most about chocolate croissants in general is I feel we're doing our small part in changing uh, the conversation about masculinity in our culture. And I think it's cool to see what others would perceive would perceive to be uh, strong, dominant men being open and vulnerable and honest about issues like bullying, uh, in particular with Jake's episode. So. I thought I thought him sharing that was was a huge service to our audience. Yeah, sure. and to, to to kind of like piggyback off off of what Jordan's saying, I felt I felt that um, this episode was actually really interesting for me because I think it was maybe the first, maybe one of the first times that I did. I feel like maybe this I don't know maybe this is one of the times I know that I did the intro, and I remember recording it like a dozen times to finally get it right. Um, and, and again, I think it was like way too long still. And, and now we've gotten better with that. But it's cool to see the progression from that one till now. But um, it was also good for me to reflect because when I was in, I want to say maybe fourth grade, I was about to switch schools. I was picked on heavily. And uh, I remember oftentimes like not going to the lunch because of it. Um, and it was something that I, I didn't really talk about a lot. And then even switching schools and being kind of like the... I don't know, just like off the beaten path, oddball, different kind of guy at this new school. It was kind of very much the same. For two years, I dealt with a lot of what Jake went through. So it was nice to hear someone else talk about it. And it was kind of nice, you know, as, as someone now 20 years later, it seems like, to, to uh, just reflect on it and then see all, you know, all the, uh, the people that it kind of helped in the Facebook group be able to open up and talk about uh, their experiences dealing with it. And, um, yeah, it was it was nice. It was therapeutic. Totally. You got That's the a, you got the sniffles over there, Matthew. Yeah, I'm still sick. It's not fun. Damn, dude. It's been days. Yeah, it's been a while. Like um, weeks. Cool, man. Well, why don't you use that nasally voice and and read the next one for us, please? 
I will. I will. Um, so Chris also mentioned that the episodes with the Holcomb brothers really resume, resonated with him because he used to live in multiple countries with his father, who worked overseas until he was about 12 years old. So the details that Mark and Jeff got into were really relatable. And he also commented saying that he wants us to keep up all the great work, uh, which we appreciate. Thank you, Chris. And that the podcast helped him get through his Monday mornings, and he's looking forward to this episode and the future ones. Um, Evan Reinhardt also mentioned uh, that Mark talking about his relationship with his brother Jeff definitely helped him and his brother develop a closer bond. So thank you guys for both listening. Wow. And then my buddy Hathaifa uh, Al-Rawi, who is a buddy of mine who comes out to all of our shows whenever we're in the Detroit area, mentioned that all of the episodes with the guys from my band, so Jeff, Mark, Misha, and Jake, by the way, we need to get Spencer on here still, yeah. um, JP were great episodes. So um, I'm glad that that you appreciate them, Hathaifa. It's always good to see you. Thank you, as always, for all of your family's treats. Hathaifa always brings us um, Middle Eastern treats like uh, baklavas and, and different sweets and stuff whenever we come into town. So um, he's the man. And then um, Nicholas Alberts uh, made, a, made a comment saying that he loved the Benny Grab episode. And then Luke Richards mentioned that he was a big fan of the J.P. Bouvet interview, which at some point we need to do episode part <laughs> two of that. Um, do you guys remember the, uh, the video that was put together based on, it was a periphery song and then Matt knocking the mic over? Yes. Yes. That was, funny. yes. We should go back and reference that. Cause that was incredible. And yes, uh, Matt, do you consider JP since he did play some shows and he put all that hard work in? He's like an honorary member of the band. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. He, um, he really helped save that whole tour. Um, when I had to be back and forth for issues with my dad when he wasn't doing well from a health perspective. So the fact that JP stepped up and learned the songs and was able to come out and perform on such a little bit of notice really, um, really meant a lot to me and the band. And yeah, I mean, he, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) he crushed it. So it's crazy. As I was driving today, thinking about if, if we were to ask the question of what was the most memorable uh, podcast that we've done thus far or since we did that that year-end wrap-up what's been the best one since then but and I couldn't really I couldn't really distill it down to one but in thinking about all the episodes I, I kind of zeroed in on JP and I didn't even think really about the episode that much but I was just thinking about his work ethic and how he sat down with that notebook you know what seemed like all night to try to figure out how can I apply everything I've done up to this point to figure out as much as I can of these songs so that I can leave in a couple of days and go play a festival. And, uh, I think I need to go back and rewatch that YouTube video. Cause that, I mean, it was just, it floored me. Yeah. yeah he's he a, crushed it. And I love that he documented it too, for people to see, um, because it just goes to show you extra work. Yeah. It just goes to show you too. It's like, even when you're up against the odds with a few days notice, like if you do put in the work, you can get it done. And the reality of it is that when he went out to fill in for me, um, he came in on that first show and nailed it. There were no mistakes and the band was very happy and that made it much easier for me even to be able to focus on what I had to, to focus on at home and not have to worry about how the shows were going because they were really in such good hands with, with JP. So um, I really appreciate that. But that aside, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see that people really resonated with the um with the podcast episodes that we did with my other bandmates, specifically Mark, Misha, Jeff, um, you know, Mark's was really candid because it, it dove into different dynamics of the band and, and our relationship. Um, <clears throat> same with Misha, you know, we talked about the financial sort of, uh, position of the band and, and the landscape of the music industry. And we talked about our relationship and that was really therapeutic for us both, um, and then Jeff obviously being on twice to, to do his, his episode where he told his story, but then also with wild bill. Um, I just, I loved his candidness and his storytelling and it was just very entertaining for me alone. I, you know, I did those interviews while I was on the road in Europe and, um, they really, really just felt good to, to, the one, to one was in Toronto. Oh, I right, think. That's right. One was in Toronto, but yeah. Right. Yeah. You went and did hot yoga. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. One was in Toronto. Yeah. We, we did hot yoga. Then we, uh, we got some, um, got some, I think Thai food or I was going to say pho. pho. Maybe it was pho. Yeah. I guess it was Vietnamese food. We got some Vietnamese food and then we went back to the hotel and 
did the podcast episode. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it was cool to reminisce with that. But those were definitely some of lovely. my those were those were some of my um, favorite episodes too. And just I just uh, want to touch. I think Misha's one was significant in that we did a, a Facebook live. And if you're newer to chocolate croissants, there's a handful of these episodes that we actually recorded live on Facebook. If you scroll through the Facebook thread, you can find them. But that was significant in that we had well over 10,000 people watching that as we recorded it, in addition to having another human being that was quiet the whole time in in the apartment with us as he documented the experience and wrote about it uh, for a local magazine. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. So Matt, you're humble. Uh, you, you mentioned it earlier, but while we're at it, you have another one of those those periphery camps coming up this summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Why don't you give the people some info on that? Well, uh, this is our second, second, uh, not annual, but two year later, um, summer camp that we're hosting up in upstate New York at a place called the full moon resort, which is a beautiful place in and of itself. But it's an opportunity for anybody who wants to come to spend a good week with myself and my bandmates where we'll be playing concerts um, every night. We'll be jamming with the attendees. The, the attendees can jam with each other. Um, we'll be going through different like private education sessions where you know we'll be sectioned off instead of always doing stuff as a group. If drummers wanted to sit down with me and take drum lessons or talk about business stuff or the podcast or whatever, they could do that. If they want to sit down with Jake and learn about electronic music, they can do that. If they want to sit down with Misha and learn about <coughs> writing or drum production or anything like that, so on and so forth, they can they can do it at the camp. And um, we eat all the meals together. We go swimming together. We have bonfires together. It is just overall a very relaxed, very, very fun time up in the Catskill Mountains. Jordan, you've been there before, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, and it's just a great time. So, yeah, it, there, there are limited spaces left, I think. We are well over halfway uh, tickets sold, so nice. it's getting close to sell out. But there are a handful of tickets left, so if people are interested, they can do that now. They can they can check it out at PeripheriesummerJam.com. Yeah, the will Jeff be there, and uh, will Nolly be there? Um, Nolly will not be there. Uh, unfortunately, he uh, since he's not in the band anymore, won't be attending the camp. Um, so. That's a bummer. We'll miss him, but all good. And then Jeff will be there. He'll be there with his camera, documenting footage, doing interviews with the attendees. So for those that are interested to meet Jeff as well, um, you can learn from him, talk to him, so on and so forth. The resort- as a quick aside, I was I was playing on a Wikipedia yesterday. I forget what band it was, but I, I feel like it was like an alternative rock band or something. And I go down to uh, the latest album they had recorded and who mixed it? Freaking Nolly. Yeah, he's all over the place now. I mean, he's, he's incredible. He's I was really, shocked. I was like, yeah, that's amazing. Really, really busy with production. <laughs> um, you know, and he's somebody who I would love to have on the podcast too to sort of tell his story. Um, so yeah, those are some between Spencer, the singer of my band, and Nolly. Those are some good guests that, that we should look to get on board. That would be um, cool. I'm going to try to sneak in uh, one more time. I know this is difficult. Usually, for those listening, when we're in person, we've got like a finger system. And normally, when we do these remote, we're communicating through iMessage, which we're not right now. Um, but I just want to sneak in real quick. Uh, the resort, Full Moon Resort, is amazing. The staff are amazing. And and the food uh, definitely stood out as well. So if you're on the fence with this periphery camp, uh, I'd highly suggest you do it. As Matt referenced, I, I worked with Benny Greb, who was referenced uh, from one of the listeners uh, just before in this episode. Uh, and... I just want to note that having him on the podcast, that was a standout episode for me. I think in a way because he's such a professional, uh, he's so articulate and he's such just a, a teacher uh, by nature that it, for me, it kind of helped validate the value of Chaco Grissons as a podcast to have someone like him be excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Benny is a pretty extraordinary guy. Um, and that was a treat for me to to get to interview him and hear a bit of his backstory and his approach to teaching and so on and so forth. It was just a lot of fun. And if you haven't heard that that episode, if you want to listen to a very articulate guy um, speak funny. at a very high level about himself and very funny, yes. I mean, he could be a comedian. When you watch him teach or do clinics, 
Um, it's like watching the best drummer in the world also give you one of the best comedic and educational performance in the world at the same time. It's it's pretty pretty <laughs> special for sure. Speaking of this is good fuel for sure. I'm gonna sorry, Jordan. I'm gonna reach back out to uh, to Benny. We were gonna connect as uh, I think we put it as these these young coconuts on the coconut tree, and and I was gonna help him with a few things. So uh, yeah, no, this is good. It's a good reminder that I need to reach back out to him and and uh, and connect. And speaking of going yeah. back and listening to prior episodes, uh, let's give some love to Justin, who's been uploading these episodes on YouTube. Uh, and we are very aware of a demand to listen to our audio through YouTube. So I think Justin has maybe the first 10, which will yep. title the, the lost years or the early years. Um, 10 is Kevin the drummer, but yeah, up to nine, the lost years. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... I think it's exciting just to revisit those. I think posting them on YouTube is a nice way to kind of start from the beginning if you haven't already. And and also one ask for this is subscribe to that because I think we need a certain amount of subscribers in order to get... Thousand. Okay, a thousand subscribers in order to get the custom URL. So if you just search Chocolate Croissants Podcast, it'll pop up. And if you hit the subscribe button there, uh, that small act would uh will add up to a bunch of small acts to uh make it much easier for us to promote that our content exists on the internet over at google's youtube platform um yep. cool yeah, it's, just- it's been really nice even if you just if you just like thumb through them kind of quickly and just uh even like quickly i mean like partly like, like quickly just just read through the descriptions it was like i had all these like oh yeah oh shit i remember that oh wow i can't believe we talked about that it was it's a really good trip down memory lane of the last year that's cool yeah it's cool to document stuff like this and i think one year in is a nice time to kind of reflect so with that in mind justin do you want to take some of these responses we got to daniel's episode yeah of course of course so um you know in uh in another 10 episodes, we will hit episode 20, where uh, Daniel Bereda, who is a good friend of mine, and I've talked about this a few times, but really the, the person, when I went back to school uh, now two and a half years ago, who saved me uh, from the anxiety and apprehensions I was having with the sciences and particular, in particularly uh, with chemistry. And, and I was, uh, I'm, I'm just very grateful to have, have made Daniel as a friend and, um, and, and I was even more excited when I was able to share this platform. And subsequently, since then, he's, uh, he's gone on to share his story, I think, on a few other podcasts, which oh, is, wow. is awesome. And I know that uh, that episode in particular uh, stuck out for a couple people in the group. There were a lot of great comments. And uh, one was from Simon Goldman, who said, Episode 20 with Daniel Beretta really got to me like no other episode. And unlike any conversation I've ever really had myself, I've been addicted to weed for probably six or seven years. It made me distant from the world and held me back from growing up and taking responsibility for myself and my life. I heard things in this episode that really resonated with me on a very deep level. Uh, Now about half a year uh, since I heard the episode, I can proudly say with a tear in my eye that I've been clean for about a month and it's been the best thing in the world. Actually, being somewhat in tune with my feelings and what's going on around me is tough as fuck but it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. There's no way in hell I'm going back to weed. I really appreciate you, Daniel. Your words means uh, a lot to me and love you for it. And I think, I think for me, it was very, um, I mean, it, it went deep. And um, I, I know that the, the next comment references uh, uh, the part about the, the shoelaces. And I think I shed a tear while we were recording this podcast. And it was it was nice to emote and and go that deep on the podcast. Yeah, that was one of my top two, top three episodes for sure. Um, I learned a lot <clears throat> from Daniel and about Daniel on that podcast episode. Yeah, uh, I think we can all appreciate how open he was, and and there was no bullshit. He was uh, more than willing to share his truth and share whatever he had in him. And I think this was really the first time he had shared a lot of this stuff publicly. Yeah, it was, it was. And, you know, he's been through a lot even since the episode, which is another reason why at some point I'd love to have him back on to talk further about his journey and kind of update our listeners with what he's been been doing and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean, 
you know, that was I, a definitely an, an impactful episode for me. It as was, well. and I know Justin has another response to read, but w- what I think was so cool, uh, one of the things that's so cool about Daniel's episode is that he really, from memory, is the only guest we've had that doesn't have a public platform or really didn't have anything to promote, like a restaurant or a band or anything like that. And the fact that right. someone like him, who was really just an anonymous person to probably 99% or more of this audience uh, really resonated with so many people in our group so much. I think it's a testament to the types of conversations that we're looking to have through Chocolate Croissants, that it really doesn't need to be uh, someone who has any sort of like notoriety or even uh, like a special talent, but it's just a human story that, that resonated with other human beings. Yeah, I think what's cool about hitting one year is I feel like the, you know, every year you can kind of renew and re-up on some of the same people that you've already had on. And I know a lot of the podcasts that I love will oftentimes have the same guests over and over again, but it'll just be a new conversation of of whatever is kind of topical at the moment. And yeah, I, I definitely think that circling back, as we've referenced, we need to have JP back on. I think maybe having Benny back on if he's available to do some more and definitely to have Daniel back on to just kind of talk about what he's done since and to echo kind of what, what Matt was saying or, and what Jordan was saying as well, someone who doesn't have a platform rather Jordan. Um, I think it's nice that he can take uh, a piece like this for, you know, his episode from the podcast as the standalone piece and then build off of that by doing other ones. And when he is done uh, his current studies, I, definitely see him having a platform and he'll already have a nice stockpile of material that he can showcase that already starts to kind of formulate and tell his story. Totally. It's super Um, cool. Yeah. There was another comment from uh, Isaac Danielson, uh, which says the Daniel Beretta episode really stood out for me or to me, especially the part about the shoelaces. It's such a good example of how we let fear or pride or whatever hold us back uh, from getting the help we need when we need it the most. Definitely something I have struggled with too. And I think we can all relate that at some points in our life, maybe more so than others, we've dealt with that hubris trait, that excessive pride. And it was hard for us to swallow it as to echo what Jordan was saying earlier, uh, you know, really just breaking down um, this like bullshit masculinity idea of you have to be this alpha and, and, you know, you have to be prideful and you can't ever let your guard down. I think, I think as, as Jordan was saying that this platform has been uh, monumental for me and many others in shifting away from that idea and just allowing yourself to be as open and share your truth and, you know, whatever it is that you are feeling on the inside, that's what you should be uh, putting out there. And just as a total aside, from this particular topic, that episode was also <clears throat> very, very important to me because the night that we recorded it was the night also of my first date with my girlfriend. With wow, guys wow. Or not. Hey now. Hey now. That worked Where'd out, you guys bro. go? Um, we went to the Admiral Cup in Fells mm-hmm. Point um, and ended up getting recognized by a couple of periphery fans and she thought I paid them off. It was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I remember you telling me this story. It's yeah. super funny. Yeah, it was very funny. But it worked out to, to my benefit because we are still together and, and going strong. And um, I told her about Daniel's – our conversation with Daniel on that day. It was a really good kind of way to break the ice and kind of fill her in on what I had just been doing, you know, right before the date. And it led to a lot of other things that were good to talk about. And it went probably a little bit deeper in conversation than what, you know, a normal first date might because I had so much sort of – uh, emotion and uh, emotions going through my mind and thoughts going through my mind from that conversation. So um, it was special Very in that cool. way to me too. Yeah, it's super cool. Nice. Well, speaking <coughs> of someone who uh, goes deep by nature, both uh, on chocolate croissants as episode 34, but in her nightly performances, uh, Lauren Cashin, she's the vocalist of the hardcore band Sharp Tooth who actually are doing the entire Warp Tour this summer. So big congrats to her. Uh, and and I before know- that, if you're in Canada, check her out. They're about to go out on, uh, I think they. I think it's this month. If not, it's in May. They're going out Census Fail. Very cool. All right. So yeah, yeah I, I know when, 
So Lauren came over and Justin and I chatted with her for episode 34. And this was right before, I think, really the band's first full U.S. tour. So we got her at that sweet spot where it was starting to happen, but it didn't really kick into full gear. And pretty much since episode 34, she's been running hard full time with Sharp Tooth. And it seems like to great success. So we're really proud and happy for her. We got a couple comments from people in the Facebook group. I'll start with Chris Clark. He says, my favorite episode was probably the interview with Lauren Cashin. I even got to meet her afterwards at the Silence Equals Violence tour in San Francisco, and she was super nice. A really fantastic episode. I've definitely recommended it to people I know who would it would really resonate with. So one, I think it's amazing that uh, at least Chocolate Croissants formed some sort of connecting piece uh, for someone who listened to actually meet her 3,000 miles away on the other side of the uh, United States. Uh, that, to me, is, is really cool, just the, the connective power of this, this platform and project. Um, and then we have uh, Eman O'Connell, who said, Episode 34 with Lauren Cashin was my favorite episode. She was a wonderful guest with such an interesting story, and her interaction with you guys was great. Lauren also really resonated with me when she spoke about mental health, which has really helped me to get through some tough times recently. Also, when you guys answered my question with Matt Rosenblum, which was probably my second favorite episode. Uh, he goes on to say, this podcast has only improved my life. I listen to it every Monday morning at work, and it just starts my day off right. Keep doing what you guys are doing because I love it. So I want to say thank you so much for that and also to Chris. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, and I, I think what was nice one about Lauren was that she's a female and I think it's no surprise to most people paying attention that just like Matt, uh, Justin and I, most of our guests have been white males up until this point. And it's definitely something that we've chatted about. It's something that we're mindful about. And uh, I definitely know moving forward, uh, we would like to welcome more, more females, uh, more guests from the LGBTQ community and also people of color as well, uh, because that is the world that we live in. And, and I think even just for us to get different perspectives that we can't experience because of uh, the, the color of our skin or, or being born with the penis, I think that could only be healthy for us and our listeners. Agreed. For sure. Yeah, I think... Um... You know, it, it's really cool to see similar to um, maybe Daniel and, and some of the other podcasts when, as you referenced, like this was the sweet spot right before Lauren and Sharptooth were about to take off and head off on that that first full U.S. tour. And I've definitely seen uh, the same kind of progression as I was saying, the trajectory that kind of Daniel took where now I've seen Lauren on other podcasts and, uh, you know, just in other publications, she was on this amazing list from, I think it was Adobe radio, just talking about powerful females in the music industry. And she was commenting how I think she said she was crying or she was emoting because of the fact that she was on a list that had like Halsey and, uh, Haley from Paramore. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I think we definitely got Lauren in at the right time. It also helps that we grew up with her and she was a, a close friend. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, it was a really interesting time to have that conversation. And again, I'm just grateful that we were able to, that we have this platform and we could do that. Yeah, I think maybe after the Warp Tour wraps, uh, we could maybe do a second episode and, and Matt, get you involved since you weren't able to be part of the first one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That'd be great. I would definitely love that. And just to address um, what <clears throat> Iman said too about Matt Rosenblum, uh, um, I'm glad that that was a good episode because I know Matt was really excited to talk about the topics that he did on the podcast and kind of express his feelings about the music industry and tell his story. So um, I'm sure he'll be very happy to hear that that episode resonated with you. That was a that was a good conversation for me to have since Matt's been so close to me over the past <coughs> excuse me bunch of years. So yeah, um, he was a cool dude, man. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone has different personalities, obviously. And each time we do these episodes, especially if it's someone that I don't previously know, you don't really know what it's going to be like, but, but Rosie was someone that I, 
I felt an easy connection with. I guess I think I saw a lot of myself in him, and it was really cool to uh, to get his perspective and and his stories. Really impressive story. Oh yeah, cool. And what about uh, what did Chris Clark have to say? Uh, I I read Chris's first. I started with Chris. Oh, you did. Yep. No, I didn't I hear did. that. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I missed that as yeah. well. There did you go. You? So Chris was the one who. Uh, Stay with me, guys. Chris was the one who met up with Lauren at uh, her show in San Francisco. Ah, because you you have them uh, spaced out of order. I, I could have sworn there was something before uh, Iman's. Uh, so to let the there. listeners know the, yeah. the process here, we got a lot of these responses. A few minutes before we went live, uh, I kind of put them all on a word, in a Word doc and then kind of bunched them up to make sense. And I did some uh, some production in the moment by switching it up so I could lead with Lauren and then follow up with a Lauren, but also a Rosie. Got just it. ended up confusing the fuck out of Matt and I, but yeah, I, had, I like it. I, Matt, I had a process. Yeah, right. Okay, Matt, we, you're up. We can move on to Brandon Bateman, who was yeah. uh, again arguably my favorite guest, if not definitely in the top three, um, and. Uh, we actually released his episode twice because we felt like the first time it really didn't get the exposure it deserved. There was some issues with the upload process uh, the first time and we had to take it down and then re-upload it. So we ended up re-releasing his episode to try to get some more uh, ears on, uh, you know, on it. And I'm glad we did because it's since affected, I think a lot of people positively. Um, Brandon talks a lot about um, what he went through being a soldier uh, he, he's quite a quite an impressive guy in terms of what he does on a daily basis and the amount of energy that he has to, to get up every day and do all the things he does. And I don't want to give too much away because I think people should really go back and listen to that conversation. Um, but he also talks quite a bit about the importance of supporting people who go through post-traumatic stress, whether that's in you know everyday life, you know, with the things that, that normal people go through, but more specifically, um, with your everyday law enforcement officers in your local areas, because those people see different type of traumatic things happen on a daily basis, and there aren't really any there aren't really any outlets set up for those people to deal with the post traumatic stress that they face. So Brandon's working really hard on creating more awareness for this topic, and tells a lot of great stories and gives a lot of background on what he's doing to do that. And it's incredibly noble and it's incredibly important. Um, but uh, our good friend who is a avid listener of the podcast and, and a very old student of mine now, Mr. Adam Yanzi, uh, who's from Sweden, made a comment uh, that reads as follows. He says, the episode with Brandon Bateman suck with me. The whole episode is one of my favorite moments of this podcast. I've mentioned this before, but it's worth mentioning again. It's so good. Cheers for doing this podcast for a whole year, guys. I've gotten to know so many awesome people through this group and through this podcast. Definitely looking forward to what the future episodes will bring. And for those listening, uh, Adam mentions the group, and what he's talking about there is our Facebook group, which we definitely mention uh, every single podcast ad nauseum pretty much, but we mention it because it is truly a important place for all of our listeners who want to be more involved in the conversations that take place around the episodes that span far beyond what we could ever talk about in one episode. There are, I think close to, is it 1600 people or, or almost 1700? Yeah. Yeah. Over 1700 people in the group now, um, which is pretty incredible to see in one year that we've amassed that many people that are dedicated listeners that want to take part in the group conversations. But, you know, as Adam said, he's gotten to know a lot of people there. And I think a lot of, the active members in that group have gotten to know each other. They've worked together both in the group and outside the group. They've been able to recommend um, all sorts of different things for one another, whether that be advice or uh, opportunities, things like that. And it's it's been quite inspiring to see all of the back and forth communication and engagement from everybody in there. So if you're a listener and you want to get more involved, you want to talk about the episodes, you want to speak to our guests directly, um, or you just simply want to kind of get more involved with what's going on uh, behind the scenes with the podcast, with the guests or contests or anything like that, then definitely go to facebook.com slash groups slash chocolate croissants 
and check that out because uh, we love to have you guys there and we always appreciate a new introduction from new members. So if you do join, let us know that you're here. Let us know who you are. Say hi, tell us your story and uh, we'll be looking forward to it. So yeah, I don't know how if you guys have any comments about Brandon's episode, but feel free if so. I, think- I wanted to hop in because I know we kind of do this every single time, but man, what a year uh, Adam had. Oh yeah, yes. Right? Congratulations I mean- to Adam joining the band Vola putting out a lot of great video content. Adam is is honestly one of my favorite young drummers to watch. He's got such great groove and such great feel, and it's completely real when he plays. And uh, His gear is awesome. His gear is awesome. He, he makes, like, makes a bunch of guys. shit come to life. He's awesome. Yeah, he does, he's super creative using a lot of like household items to create different cool percussive sounds. And yeah, for anyone listening to who's not familiar with Adam, uh, he's somebody that we definitely need to get on the podcast as well. Um, maybe sooner than later. So Adam, if you're listening and you're interested in being a guest, shoot me a message because we should definitely get you scheduled. And I think there's a lot that you could talk about with your own experience, your creativity, your approach to music. Um, and the fact that you're a very down to earth guy, I think people would love to hear your story. So yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. I only know of him through the, the comments and the conversations in the group. So I would definitely be interested in chatting with him and going a bit more in depth to learn his story uh, just to touch on on the Brandon episode, I think one of the nice things about chocolate croissants in general is that I think it's easy for people to assume, and even for the three of us when we started, that since being musicians was the thing that really ties us uh, together, it, it would have been obvious to only feature other musicians, but to have veterans and to have chefs and, and to have uh people in fitness and and now even in pro wrestling i think it's a testament to this project to to the open mindedness of our listeners uh for us to be able to really feature all kinds of different people with different experiences and interests and somehow it all kind of still makes sense uh with whatever the the brand or the spirit of of chocolate croissants is and what that represents it still feels connective for me. Agreed. Agreed. Very <laughs> much so. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to uh, a couple more comments. All right, Justin, yeah, take definitely. it from here. Well, so I think now we're in the well wishes section of the document that Jordan organized here, um, which we really appreciate all of these nice comments from our listeners. There's quite a few who have just simply given their congratulations to a year's worth of episodes and um, us being consistent week after week, even though sometimes we're not always there. Sometimes it's, it's hard for us to coordinate a good time to get together. Sometimes we're doing it remotely, but <coughs> I got to say, um, Justin, I'm sure you can, can agree that we got to thank Jordan specifically, who's really stayed on our asses about making sure that every week there's a podcast coming out. Um, you know, not to say that, that you haven't done so as well, but I know that you mentioned to me in private that, we got to thank Jordan for that because he definitely has been the uh, the whip cracker when it comes to that kind of thing. So thank you, Jordan. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Well, I know from from the beginning, Jordan Jordan definitely said if, if there was going to be one thing that we did right, or if there was only going to be like one rule, and we talked about this last summer. You know, this was like we were just swimming around, I think, and uh, and having this conversation and just saying that like no matter what happens, even if it's a, a short episode or Whatever it has to be, the consistency is key, and we're always going to deliver something. And I am really impressed that week after week, now 52, 53 weeks later, we've been able to hit our mark. And I think that's something we, we should all congratulate ourselves on. Yeah, well, that was uh, – let me give you some fucking bells. Uh, and what that was unexpected. Uh, uh, I love you both for sharing that. It means a lot. And and Justin's right. That really was the one non-negotiable thing for me, <coughs> even in all of the flexibility that we have afforded ourselves. But but for me, like any any content quote strategy, there just needs to be some consistency. Whether it's once a month uh, or in this case once a week, that's always been important to me. Uh, if we notice in a few of these comments, people say this is what they do on Monday morning. And, and I think it's really important, especially with a, a format like a podcast that is very intimate because it's literally within people's ears, uh, to have something to look forward to, something that in, in a way kind of feels 
comforting to, to know that every Monday morning uh, you can interact and engage with, with the chocolate croissants audio in whatever form it may be that week. To me, that was important. I'm very proud of all three of us for for making it happen. And that's one of the things that, yeah, I really am most proud of. It's just the consistency. And, and it's nice to look back a year later and be like, yo, it may have been different each week, but we showed up and we delivered for what is now a very loyal and worldwide audience every week. So I, I take a lot of pride in that. And uh, I guess with that, Justin, if you want to start with, with some of these people over the world that, that are showing us and the community some love. Yeah. So I want to start with Richard Gross. Richard was someone uh, who was one of the first people in the group to really start interacting. He was posting videos of what was going on in his life. And um, I remember posting a few things as well. And I think Jordan was doing it. We were, we were taking these 10 minute walks. We were just trying to get out of nature more. Um, yeah, Richard, uh, thank you for being there from the beginning. And, uh, and you're still there uh, doing your thing. And Richard said, this goes to show you how time seriously flies. And I, I couldn't agree with that statement anymore. As, as I started to reflect on this, as I was driving, heading to go do a couple of things today, uh, and, and just thinking of the fact that like, yeah, it has been a year and it's flown and time goes way too fast. It's true. Uh, Justin, your mic's tweaking out, man. It. My mic is always tweaking out. Yeah, we got to get on that. <laughs> Fix that shit, dog. Yeah, I don't know what is up just, with that. I've switched the cable a couple times, and I'm, I don't know. I'm going to have to hit up Road and ask them some questions about that. Hit one. him up. But oh, hey, yeah. real quick, Richard is, Richard is a longtime student of mine as well, who I've worked with for quite some time, and um, what a great dude he is. And he's always looking to improve himself, and He's always very active in all the groups that I see him in, and he reaches out to me quite often just to touch base. And every Jewish holiday, Richard is Jewish too. He wishes me uh, well. So you know, I got I got to give props to my man Rich, um, who I think is going on recently just had an anniversary with his girlfriend too. So props to you, Richard. Thanks for always being being a pal. You're the man. There you go. Um, another nice comment we got uh was from chris bramley if i remember correctly when when chris joined the group unless i'm mistaken i think he typed something really nice uh of, of how i found the group and um and he was just super thankful for being there if that's not you then i'm sorry but i'm pretty sure that's who it was uh chris went on to say so many good moments and so many guests putting themselves out there for us listeners one of the things that sticks with me the most was actually one of the early episodes where you guys were talking about making lists about things you like and things you're good at and see what crosses over that really resonated with me. I was going through similar decision making process at the time in figuring out how to spend my time outside of work. And I want to say that was episode two or three, actually, where Matt gave, I think it was three, where Matt gave us uh, a little challenge to play with. And and yeah, I thought that was very beneficial. And I, I even remember talking to a couple students, younger guys who were about to graduate, who had no idea what direction to go with, with their life. And, uh, and I referenced that. I told them to try it. That's cool. I remember doing that, enjoying it, enjoying the process of discussing it with you guys. And, and it definitely had an impact on me because, I mean, really this past year has been uh, transitional to say the least, uh, by, by really having like getting a job, like my first job on top of all the other, uh, projects and, and work that, that I've attracted and built over, over my life. But, uh, I remember it was very helpful to take stock of both my interests and my skills. And, and that definitely helped create a bit more vision and clarity and confidence in what I could offer to uh to other companies uh and whatnot um so yeah that was cool and that was a different place where we were in the podcast we weren't doing guests at the time and and i think that was a nice exercise to build an episode around so if you haven't checked that out uh i'd encourage you either on this podcast app or on chocolatecroissants.com or it's up now on youtube uh to track that down and maybe it could be helpful to you yeah, I feel like it's something you could revisit every six to 12 months uh, and just reassess where you are and what you're interested in uh, to make sure that you are checking off the boxes within. 
Agreed. Um, Do that shit. Yeah. And there was actually one more comment that I'm going to read, but I saved this one uh, last. This is uh, uh, Mr. Darcy Ledoux, uh, which uh, Jordan, Jordan, you want to you talk about that for a second? Well, I did refer to him as a female, I think a couple <laughs> episodes ago when he submitted a question, but he was very forgiving and and kind in the Facebook group to to correct me. So Again, Darcy, much love to you, my man. Uh, Darcy wanted to say congrats on all the interest and inspiration you guys spread through these. And for making it to one year, uh, you be proud of yourself. Well, thank you, Darcy. Thanks, Darcy. It means a yeah, lot to it, us. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. So as we continue, we got a few more. Uh, Greg Oletta uh, simply says, holy fuck, I can't believe a year passed that quick. So I don't know if our episodes have provided any value to Greg based on that comment or if it was just a reminder to him that we're all going to die sooner than we were a year ago. Uh, but nonetheless, probably, probably the latter. Uh, Greg, thank you very much. We appreciate your attention. Uh, your name is one that is very recognizable uh, because you have been active in the group for some time now. So much love to you, Greg. Uh, and yeah, man, uh, it has gone by very quick. And at the same time, I look back and think, man, what a different time, what a different place we all were in a year ago. Uh, and, and I think this is a nice exercise in doing uh, some reflection, which, which is healthy. And, and I like that now, at least through this podcast, it's another platform uh, where we can create some timestamps in our lives and and really assess where we are a year later so to have someone like greg to be part of that means a lot so thank you greg uh moving on to taylor williams i've really loved so many of these episodes this podcast has been extremely helpful for me as i'm struggling with anxiety and depression i've been it's been helpful knowing that i'm not alone in the obstacles i've faced and am facing as well as learning new methods to cope with the anxiety and other nervous feelings that accompany these hard times. I really can't thank you guys enough for this. And Taylor, we thank you for being open and vulnerable to share that publicly in the private Facebook group. Uh, there's a reason why we keep the group private. This is one of those reasons why. And yeah, another thing that I think has been impactful and meaningful uh, throughout this whole chocolate croissants project is that we do touch on things like anxiety and mental health pretty often. Uh, look, as human beings, we all experience anxiety. We all experience fear. We all experience depression. Um, it may not always be at clinical levels, but it's part of the human experience. And I think uh, it's definitely worth sharing and processing and to do it publicly helps normalize these experiences uh, for people like Taylor and I'm sure thousands more. So uh, again, Taylor is just another step in that story that we're telling as far as kind of putting a name on these experiences and sharing them publicly. And I know Taylor doing that uh, will help many others as us doing it through these episodes has has helped Taylor. Um, so what I, I know, I know Matt. Touching on anxiety, that was a very important thing for you throughout these episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's something I've been dealing with my whole life and just <clears throat> over the past bunch of years have gotten better at dealing with it. And at times over the past year, it's definitely been uh, palpable for sure with different things in my life. And I still find myself getting better and better at dealing with it as it rears its head and um, just finding new techniques. and strengthening my mind so that I don't let any sort of anxious thoughts take over my world for that moment or that day or that week or that month or whatever it may be. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool to, to know that so many other people out there deal with it as well and have their own methods of coping with it. And, uh, I hope that by being honest about my own experiences with it, that it's helped other people too. And it seems to be doing so. Um, and obviously I've talked to both you guys, Jordan and Justin about different scenarios and different things that have bothered me over the past year or two. And, uh, I've really overcome pretty much everything just, you know, through communication, through 
focusing on the problems instead of avoiding them through dealing with them through talking it out and <coughs> pretty stoked on that stuff. So yeah, so it's good that, that other people are, are resonating with that kind of information. It's really cool. And, and I think to give some context to those who may not have been listening since the first few episodes, uh, or, or the, the early or lost years, as we call them. Uh, th- this podcast really started as, uh, it was just a natural progression from the conversations that Matt, Justin, and I were having in private uh, when uh, Matt and Justin were either working out together or we'd get dinner. And we thought these conversations, one, may not get the attention uh, from other men as they deserve and probably would resonate with a lot of people. Hey guys, check it out. We were right about that. And we're very grateful that it has found a loyal audience. Um, I just want to touch on, yeah. on the mental health aspect and anxiety, stress, etc. real quick. Uh, now that I've, I've been doing Ring of Honor for, for about seven months now, I, I feel relatively settled, even though the work is demanding and varied. But as many know, I am also a licensed psychotherapist and have built a practice around using rhythm and music making experiences uh, to achieve wellness and, and mental health recovery outcomes. And I'm really inspired, especially in the past couple of weeks, I'm, I'm really, really inspired to, to continue my work of, of sharing mindfulness, meditation, through rhythm as a coping mechanism to deal with stress and anxiety and even just for overall wellness and and just connection and community building. And I've been thinking a lot about how I want to proceed with that with the limited time that I do have. And I am going to use the Chaka Croissants Facebook group as uh, as my test subjects. I want to have conversations about this work and about meditation in general. I want to learn about your guys' perceptions and experiences or not of meditation, and perhaps even do a couple Facebook Lives in the group where I'm leading some of these experiences through rhythm uh, just to see if it works or if it doesn't and why or why not. And, and I think you, you guys as a community would be the, uh, the best group of people for me to start digging a bit more deeply into that. I think that sounds great. Yeah, and this yeah. is the first time I'm sharing that with with Justin and Matt as well. But it's something that in the past couple of weeks, in particular, I've, <laughs> I've really put a lot of thought into. Heck yeah! I think you should. Yeah, I think you should definitely go forth and pursue it. I think it'll be um, it'll add great value to so many people in this group, um, especially if uh, are you going? And I guess I'll have to ask you first: Are you going to go the route uh, the the beat well route? Uh, the drum as the tool or no? As far as using it as a mindfulness experience? Yeah. Are you going to go at it that route or are you just going to try to open it up and, and do it, uh, you know, like a, a more, uh, a, a different traditional route without using the drum? No, I would use the drum. And I think the cool thing about it is that, uh, no one else has to do it. I think it's a unique and different way. Look, you can download any number of podcast apps or, or, or mindfulness apps, uh, or just go or search, you know, on YouTube, uh, a, a mindfulness meditation, uh, kind of walkthrough or a guided meditation. I think doing it with, with a drum is unique and whether someone wants to drum along with me, uh, or just sit back and listen, uh, I think it could add some unique value. And I'm just interested in experimenting with that and getting feedback. Uh, speaking of me going live, in the Facebook group, uh, one of my most proud memories in the past year was, uh, I guess it may have been my first solo Facebook Live in the group where I, I think I provided tremendous value in doing pretty much a tutorial in how to construct a bowl of Cocoa Krispies. I think it resonated uh, heavily with uh, most of the group. And uh, again, it provided great value. So kudos to you on that uh, monumental achievement of the past year. Thank you. If you're interested, scroll way back to, I think, last July, perhaps, for that. Um, so to use a wrestling term... Way back term, when. Yes, way back when. To use a wrestling term, uh, I think we're going to take this shit home, and Matt has a final comment to share from the Facebook group. <laughs> 
Yes, I do. And it's from <clears throat> another very, very close friend and student of mine named Michael Moroni. And uh, Mike is one of the sweetest human beings I've ever met. He is a good fucking dude who, in his line of work, sees some of the most crazy things ever. He's a shock trauma nurse and <clears throat> encounters some pretty crazy things on a daily basis and still maintains such a positive attitude and just a good dude. So I'm glad that he um, is closing out this episode with his comment. So I will read what he wrote and then uh, we'll wrap it up from there. So Michael said, um, I love the episode with Misha, but overall, I just love being inspired by all the different guests and topics. Every episode is a new story, a new lesson, and more motivation to chase my dreams and goals. The last six months, I finally put myself in gear and started doing started doing the things I've always wanted to do. You guys have definitely played a serious role in that. So thank you, Matt, Justin, and Jordan, and congratulations. And thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. That's awesome to hear because I know a lot of the things that Michael has been wanting to do over the past bunch of years. And I am seeing him put himself out there a lot more, specifically on Instagram. He's a really good drummer. And over the past couple of weeks in particular, maybe even in the past week or so, I've really noticed that he's filming more videos, putting out more content, putting himself out there as a player, getting past the self-doubt, getting past the concern of what others might say or think. And um, that's huge. So it's very inspiring to see. And I'm very, very proud of him. And I just want to say thank you for listening and thank you for taking what we do seriously enough to apply it to your life. And um, I genuinely hope that for you, Michael, and then any, any of other listeners who take what we say to heart, that it actually is uh, positive for you and it helps to inspire you to make the most of your lives and your days and the, the minutes that you go from thing to thing every day. I just, I hope it's, I hope it's beneficial and helpful. So, yeah, I, I know that Michael has, um, he's, maybe not joined a couple of bands, but he's, he's been playing with some bands. He's been playing out live more. He's definitely been posting more on Facebook and on Instagram. And uh, he's, a, he's been attending uh, many a professional wrestling show in, including uh, the historic raw 25th anniversary at, was that Madison square garden, Jordan? No. So that, well, they did, they did the Barclays center in Brooklyn and they did the uh, Manhattan center where Ring of Honor runs our shows, but they were up on the seventh floor. Yeah, I think he did the bar. I think he did Barclays. There but yeah, go. so there you go. And it's been cool to see some wrestling fans in the group, even prior to me, uh, you know, working in, in, in the industry. Uh, as people see on the, uh, the header of the Facebook page, uh, wrestling <laughs> is, is a passion of mine. And, and Justin and Matt have been kind to allow me to express that in certain ways. And there's a reason why I, I chose Michael's comment to end this podcast. And I think for me, it at least sums up what my goal has always been with Chalka Croissants. Uh, and it's really to inspire people. I know we all, have, we all have dreams. We all have passion and, and vision for ourselves. And oftentimes, we're the ones who get in the way of realizing that. And I think if Chocolate Croissants, both as a podcast and a community on Facebook, can be uh, some sort of light to, to or, or some sort of even like fucking kick in the ass to, to bring that out of you or to pull it out of you or to soften you so it can easily flow out of you, I think we have done our job. So thank you, Michael, for sharing that with us and for sharing it publicly because it lets us know that what we're doing is well worth our time each week. Well said. Um, so guys, I think that brings us to the end. <clears throat> it does. Um, Congrats on a, on a year worth of uh, croissants, boys. Yeah, it's pretty been a wild. Thing. It has been a thing. We got some bells. I got a catchphrase out of this thing, and I've gotten to feel closer to both the two of you and a worldwide community of people. So I feel very grateful. Uh, as we say at the end of all these episodes, uh, we are truly grateful, uh, not only for everyone's support, but frankly, just for your attention. Uh, it, it means the world to us. And it's very cool to know that uh, this thing will roll on and it'll exist on the internet for eternity.
Um, Heck yeah. Sure. Do you guys have anything you'd like to say, or or should I close this out? Wrap it up. Yeah, I think you can take it home. Go for it. Whoa. Uh, Matt, I'm sure at some point your parents have told you that as a young, frisky teenager. Uh, Guys, thanks so much for joining us. This is episode 53. It is the start of a second year. We will continue on. Uh, I don't know if Justin and Matt have a plan for next week. I will be in New Orleans by the time that this thing comes out and around the time that we would normally put something together for episode 54. But as you have come to trust every Monday morning... Wait a second. With this. Wait a second. Yes. When do you get back? So for those listening, this is actually being recorded on Monday, April 2nd. I leave for New Orleans uh, this Thursday, and I come back late next Tuesday night. So yeah, maybe so then we have plenty of time for you to get in on uh, the next episode. All right. Well, I guess I've been outed as trying to weasel my way out of episode 54, but stay tuned next week, next Monday, to see if I made it or not. Uh, that is called dangling the carrot to our listeners. Road Microphones, one last time. We're very grateful. They have been our flagship sponsor since episode one, R-O-D-E dot com. We highly recommend the NT-USBs, which we are using now, and also the Procaster microphones. We use those when we actually make it in the same room together. I hope that the three of us can do that soon. I miss you guys. It's been a little while since we've sat at my uh, big-ass wooden table. Um... But uh, I think that's it. We have a new website, chocolatecroissants.com. Check that out. There's a little uh, donate button, top right corner. Uh, you could do that, and it helps pay for things like a website. So maybe if you guys pay uh, or donate enough, we'll, uh, we'll build another new website. I don't know. The YouTube, that's a thing. That's the new thing. Let's just push that. YouTube, go subscribe. I saw even during the recording of this episode, uh, Hellpern subscribed. So I'm going to assume that was you, Matt. That yeah. was Matt. <laughs> so we got one new subscriber during the hour of this audio Ow! content. So uh, we are on our way to 1,000. Uh, also, where's those jingle bells, man? Yes. Yeah. On our every way every time there's a subscriber, Jordan rings them bells. So get in there. Um, and Natatat too. I just want to shout them out as well. They've been very supportive throughout the past year. Uh, in the Facebook group, we will announce a couple winners they will be given uh the tattoo not a tattoo the care packages uh and again i think that that code still stands so all caps chocolate two five at checkout 25 percent off so uh oh joe hamilton yo what the fuck let's thank him publicly he's been the unsung hero of chocolate croissants for a year uh making sure these episodes sound as good as they possibly can uh, so to Joe and to also Jeff Lang, uh, we are very thankful to you guys. Uh, that's it. You guys know how to subscribe. You know how to rate and review. You know how to join the Facebook group. And I am now going to say, until next time, our friends, for a full year of chocolate croissants, I'm now going to say my catchphrase to end episode 53 and that catchphrase is a bye-bye